Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I'm a fat boy. I love barbecue. <laughs> Cheese steaks aren't really good, though, so don't quote me on it. Honestly, I think the best, the best Philly cheesesteaks are not in Philly, to be honest. I grew up on In-N-Out, um, but I've had a few Five Guys. And the Shake Shack, you know, I no, I don't turn any of them away. I mean, Jason Kelsey is the epitome of a leader. I mean, let me clear these notes. I've got him as my uh, screensaver, as, as Fat Batman. You know, that's how much of an inspiration he is to me, man. Do I just take my hand in? Oh, my gosh. Let's do a high five. Yeah. You can't, you can't tell my mom anything right now. She's an absolute superstar. Um, and I just appreciate everybody uh, kind of jumping on train and, and, and letting her have as much fun as she's been having because it's been cool to see her in that light. Mom probably likes Travis more. She keeps trying to hedge her bet and say she likes me now because I have kids. And that's a good way I've kind of leveled the playing field with Trav. But um, the baby always gets the love from mom. Andy Reid has the best impression of my voice. Um, he doesn't do it in front of a lot of people, thanks, thankfully, but Andy Reid for sure has the best impression of my voice. Yeah, you've got to let the voice crack just a little bit, but he's got to want, you know, that's a unique voice he has. I know what the next question is. Am I going to do it? I'm not doing it. But, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you. Appreciate. I'm good, but not that good. you got to, you got to have it, like, right here. It's not, most people think it's right here. It's, like, in the pits. you got to love this. Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's. It is noon on the East Coast on Peacock, 10 o'clock local time in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. It is the happy hour. He's Jay Croucher. I'm Matthew Berry. We are live from Phoenix at the Super Bowl, and those were the sounds of opening night, NFL's opening night last night. Everyone doing a Patrick Mahomes impression. Do you have a Patrick Mahomes impression, Jay Croucher? I don't have a Patrick Mahomes impression. I can do Michael Caine. That's where I leave it, though. Could hear an Australian accent, though, in there. Jordan Mylata. Right. Can do an Australian accent. Can do a great Jordan Mylata impression. I'm doing it right now. What is is your, um, what's your Michael Caine? Do you want me to do my Michael Caine? Let's do Michael Caine. And is this like is this late Michael Caine like Batman or is this like no, early no, Michael no. Caine this is like like it's... blame it on Rio like I'll do any com- movie that comes along Michael Caine the Italian job like okay. really early Michael Caine so oh, right. Michael Caine it's very you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off she Not was bad. only sixteen years old 
You know what? Not bad. That was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good here in my ear. The control room <laughs> likes it as well. There what we do go. you know? A lot of Seven people out say of 10. a lot of people say, Why is Jay on the show? <laughs> he doesn't really seem to have a lot of talent. I think you just proved them wrong. There yeah. you go. Big show today, the- Matthew. We yeah. got Mark Andrews, we got Danny Carter, Lawrence Jackson, three of the best tight ends in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fantasy royalty today. A yeah. day of fantasy royalty. Mark Andrews. Danny Carter and Lawrence Jackson will all join us, but not simultaneously. We um, we uh, we had a team dinner last night. Yeah, we that did. was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, we're getting. I know producer Ryan was really obsessed with us talking about Phoenix yesterday. We didn't have as much to talk about. We've got a bit more to talk about now. Starting to get in the Phoenix flow. Radio Row starting to really fill up. It's going to get really busy by the end of the week. Yeah, still feeling really good about the air. And the humidity in Phoenix that continues to grow on me. And, and I, when I, I did my Ithaca College podcast yesterday, I crushed. <laughs> yeah. Crushed Destroyed it. Destroyed it? Crushed it. Yeah. And what was so terrible is, is that, uh, not terrible, but like these poor kids, right? I mean, so like they're here from, they're in college, right? You know, so you want to encourage kids to do well and everything like that. So they have to share a, a table with another university. And at the universe, at the, at this table, there was this, this, I, I assume another college student, uh, this, this woman. And so they're sitting there and they're trying, and they're all nervous. They're all in like suits and they're like so excited to have me or whatever. And they're all nervous. And so they're sitting there trying to do this interview with me. Uh, but literally right next to them is this, this woman from another university that's just like on her phone, like, blah, blah, blah. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, I just got here. Oh, I don't know. What party do you want to go tonight? Like, whatever. Like, I'm just like, these, these poor guys are trying to conduct an interview and she's literally like, you know. Yeah. No care in the world. I think your college girl impression beats my Michael Caine, by the way. That was, that was tough enough. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. I got a TikTok. I'm sure All right. people talk like that. Ithaca, yeah, exactly. Ithaca is exactly catching a lot of strides. That's exactly how um, uh, young women in college talk today. Yeah. 100%. So so very got, accurate. We got Ithaca. Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott. If you heard this girl yesterday, it's actually a fairly accurate impression of her. All right, what do you you want to get this show on the road? Do you want to get on the road? We're talking about Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. Okay, sure. So Patrick Mahomes, he said he's definitely. We go ten minutes without talking about Patrick Mahomes' ankle. (laughs) Yeah, says he's definitely uh, feeling better than last week, and here is Patrick Mahomes talking about that ankle. I'm just going to make it real quick. I'll play through all injuries that the trainers will let me play play through. I'll play through. So uh, there's the, that's the list. As long as the trainers okay me to get out there, I'm going to play through it. Yeah, so Patrick Mahomes is going to play in the Super Bowl, yeah. I suspect. And I think he's going to be okay. So here's my question for you. Do you think, if you're Chad Henney, yeah. are you happy or sad about this? And I'll, uh, let, me, let me break this down very quickly. So on the one hand, you're like, everyone wants to play in a Super Bowl, and here would be an opportunity to play in a Super Bowl. Not that, he ever, not that I'm saying that I think Chad Henney is wishing ill on his teammate, but if Patrick Mahomes couldn't go through no fault of Chad Henney's, Chad Henney would be starting a Super Bowl to, uh, this week. So on the one hand, you're like, ah, oh, this would have been an amazing opportunity for him in his career. On the other hand, you're sort of like, you know, I got a pretty good gig right now. You know, like, I, I, like everyone likes me. I'm the backup. Uh, I got a shot at winning a Super Bowl ring here with uh, with Patrick at, at quarterback. No pressure on me. I came in for one drive against Jacksonville. I got us to a, I got us a touchdown. I threw a, a touchdown pass to Kelsey. Like I'm good. Like I'm you know I'm I'm basically plus money right now. I'm I'm, I'm I got house money here. Why do, why why go and lose a, a Super Bowl? I think it's the other way where he's playing with house money, and that if he comes into the game, say Mahomes goes down on the first series, and if right. Chad Henney comes in. 
if he loses the game, no one will think less of Chad Henney. Like, everyone just expects them to lose the game, and everyone will just remember, oh, Mahomes got hurt and they lost. If he comes in and he wins the game, then all of a sudden he's Nick Foles, who's a legend in Philadelphia right. for all of time. Chad Henney becomes an NFL legend if he wins the Super Bowl that is in that place of Patrick so Mahomes. You, so is that your take, is that he's rooting for Patrick Mahomes to go down in the first series so he can, he can have that opportunity? Is that, your, uh, is that your official take? I think he's rooting for him to go down deep into the second <laughs> quarter when they've got a three-touchdown lead, and then Chenny, Henney kind of steers them to victory in the second half. <laughs> I think he kind of wants the lead first. I always wonder about that. Like if I was if I was uh, Tony Pollard, I'd be I'd be cheering for Zeke to get three yards per carry, and uh, I'd just be cheering for my own success. At it's that a point. tough but one. He's right? a bigger man than me. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough one. So so in essence, just to play this forward a little bit, in essence, when you come on the air with me, you're like, well, I hope Barry's analysis is is terrible. I hope like he, you know he says something inappropriate on air, gets fired, because you're like you're a heartbeat away from like this chair, <laughs> from it being fantasy football happy hour with Jay Croucher. It's true. For I'm your right name, there. so right. I cheer for your failure every now day. Now I right now I understand. <laughs> this is this entire season has just made sense to me entire season okay would good. you i know how you work are you the type of person where you'd rather you know just win the game or score 60 points in a loss playing basketball so i'm the 60 points in a loss yeah see i'm the, I'm the win the game <laughs> i know you're not you're absolutely not. that's a lie i know i believe it or not. Say with a straight I, no one no one believes it i swear to god i am i would rather it here's i here's Lying the no 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 here's the no 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 here's service. the not, <laughs> Here's believe me. Here's the actual. Here's the, here's the truth. Producer Damien has got a thumbs down over there on the other side. No one believes me. Uh, here's what I will tell you. Look, you're giggling. I am because I'll tell you why. It, it, two reasons. It depends on the activity, meaning that like, if it's what I do for a living, like this, like you know, would I want to just be like the eighth banana on a show that wins an Emmy, or would I want to be the star of a show that doesn't? You know, like. Like you'd rather be the star, but on the, like on a basketball game, like I'm okay at basketball, but like I ain't Kobe. I, you know what I mean? Like I'll be, I'm happy to be Steve Kerr. Are yeah. you kidding me? Like yeah, like, you know, like, mixing teams here, but you know, like I'm, I'm happy to be, you know, um, you know, like, like I don't need to be Jordan. I'm happy to be Steve Kerr. I guess yeah. I'm happy to be Paxson. It's like whether you're happy being like Paul Giamatti or you want to really go for the kind of home run swing and be kind of Daniel Day Lewis and potentially not win the Oscar. But uh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all the Kobe mode. All right, uh, all scoring sixty. It's fair enough. Let's talk about Legarius Sneed. He has cleared concussion protocol, so he looks like he is set to play. That's big news because, I mean, the I, I'm not sure if it's underreported, but under-discussed perhaps with the Bengals where we focus on uh, the personal foul at the end of the game. We focus on Mahomes on the ankle. I think the real thing out of that game was that the Chiefs lost five players during the game, and it looks like they're going to get all of them back outside of Mecole Hardman, and we're looking at now a situation where pretty much everyone in this game is healthy. Yeah, and you know what, Snead is so important to that secondary and everything that he does. You know, we talk a lot about how no team in the NFL gave up more touchdown passes than the Kansas City Chiefs during the regular season. But the fact is, is that over the course of the playoffs and in the last couple of games, they've actually been pretty good. They played better, right? I mean, they they held Trevor Lawrence to just one touchdown pass, you know. Um, uh, and, you know, I thought they, they played pretty good against Joe Burrow, all things considered, right? And so they made Joe Burrow look mortal. So, I, you know, I think this is an important – this is important for – uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs 
trying to slow down Jalen Hurts in the offense. Yeah, and the thing about the Kansas City defense, I think there might still be some perception that it's you know, it's Patrick Mahomes carrying the team and the defense is you know the 23rd ranked defense back when it was when Mahomes was first reaching AFC title games. This defense is fine. It's like the 15th, 16th yep. best defense in the NFL, about the same level against the pass as the, against the rush. And they've got guys the like line, Chris Jones. The, I was just going to say, exactly, exactly. I was just going to say the line has some talent. Yep, the line absolutely. has some talent. But that that's going to be... Honestly, and you always say this, this is such like a football cliche, but it's true. Like, this is a game that I think will get somewhat won in the trenches. Because, no, like, I mean, again, the, 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 the getting pressure on each of those quarterbacks is going to be important, especially given the, the, you know, potentially the limited ankle with Mahomes, potentially Hurts not 100% either. Um, both teams have really good defensive lines. And so it's just... You know, we expect the Eagles' offensive line to play better. Lane Johnson being back is huge for them. Uh, but we, can the Chiefs' offensive line, you know, um, hold up? Yep. There's actually a prop on BetMGM about Radio Row about how many times it will be said today that the game is won in the trenches. The over-under okay. was set at uh, 517.5, and, a half, and uh, we've just contributed to the over there. So that's uh, good news. That is fantastic. Yeah, I would bet the over as well. Kadarius but, Tony. No, but do you not agree? Like, I'm, I, I, admit <laughs> I think it will be won in the trenches. It is. I mean, it's about just some, listen, here's the thing about cliches. Cliches are cliches because they're true. Yes. Like, they, they've been said so many times over the years because they're true, and that's why they become cliches. Yes. With the trenches, I think the concern would be that is it going to be a game like Kansas City-Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl where the defensive line dominance of Tampa Bay just completely wrecked the game to the point where the game just wasn't viable anymore because Mahomes had no time to throw. The Eagles' pass rush is historic in terms of their sack rate and all of that, but I think the KC offensive line is good enough that it's going to keep Mahomes upright. Mahomes is amazing at avoiding sacks, at working in the pocket, avoiding pressure, so I think that they'll be okay on that front, and I do think that Chris Jones will have a moment or two and that's the thing with the KC defense is that the offense is so good is that you just need you just need random sack. You just need a random right. interception, and that's enough for Mahomes because the passing offense is so good. Because yeah, the Chiefs' offense is so efficient that, right, if you, just, if you win one possession, if you win one or two possessions, you get off the field and you give the Chiefs an extra possession, then I think ultimately that, that ends up making the difference here. And the other piece that I think, again, that people aren't really talking about that much is, that, you know, Andy Reid's got two weeks for this game. Yeah, I mean, and all the Andy Reid off the buy stuff is is really real. I mean, you know, I mean, he's ten and one in the play, ten and one. I believe he's ten and one in the playoffs with Mahomes in his career, including playoffs off of a buy, and and so he will. Andy's going to know this. He's, they're going to scheme up a bunch of different things in terms of like quick outs to Kadarius Tony or to Jarek McKinnon or Pacheco's all of a sudden a pass catcher, and you'll see you see a lot of motion from multiple tight ends. Like they're going to do a lot of different things here to try to counteract that pass rush of the Eagles. Yep. Speaking of Kadarius Tony, Tyler Dragon, great name from USA Today, uh, said that Kadarius told Kadarius Tony told me he's definitely playing on Sunday. He suffered an ankle injury in the AFC Championship game. Obviously, Kadarius Tony does have some Samuel L. Jackson in unbreakable Mr. Glass kind of so, vibes, but if he is healthy, then he's a game changer. So, for those of you just listening to the audio, we've, we've got a screenshot up of the tweet from Tyler Dragon, and his his Twitter handle is at the Tyler Dragon. I don't know Tyler, but if your name is Tyler Dragon, <laughs> yeah. do you really need the the? Like, as opposed as, to, as, as all the other Tyler Dragons? Yeah. As opposed to the indefinite article of A, Tyler right. Dragon? Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, I think... Feels like he could have just gone with Tyler Dragon. Yeah, some Tyler yeah, Dragon. Yeah, one yeah. of the... Oh, 
one you know, of the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, we should right. give him some... Uh, so, it, I don't know. If anyone knows Tyler Dragon, ask him about that. I'm very curious about the, the choice of the... Please, for the love of God, tell the Tyler Dragon about uh, right. his error there. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who we haven't talked about much lately. Mm. Uh, he's a hot topic earlier in the season. He's been activated from yeah. IR. Mikol Hardman goes on IR. Do you expect we're going to see any CEH, any, any oh, game maybe, when he Maybe plays? he's active for a snap. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is like week five. Week five is the last time he had double-digit touches in a game, right? I mean, like, the last two games he was active, you think about weeks 10 and 11. Like, he was actually active for those games. In those games, he played nine total snaps combined. I, they, they seem like they're rolling pretty good with Pacheco and McKinnon. And my guess is he'll be active just for a warm body, just in case – they suffer more injuries or some setbacks, and they need somebody who knows the offense and they can just sort of get in there. But I can't imagine him having a significant role in this offense. And I also don't think that his being activated off of the IR makes me feel like, hey, you know what we should do is we should, uh, we should take the unders on Pacheco or McKinnon, anything like that. Yep. I think this is going to be the Isaiah Pacheco show uh, at this point. Uh, with I just think that what he showed in the receiving game as well, he showed an element that we haven't really seen yeah. as much. Uh, so... I think that, and we'll get into all the props as the week goes on, but I think the Pacheco is going to be used in the passing game more than one would expect. I would think so. The weird part is, by the way, just off of that really quickly, uh, real quickly, is that I did Kansas City Radio yesterday, and I talked to them, and I talked to them about that, and they just said they trust McKinnon so much more in blocking. Yeah. And so, like, weirdly, they need Pacheco as the pass catcher because they need to have McKinnon back there blocking to help protect Mahomes' ankle because they trust him more in that role. So they're like, sorry, McKinnon, but... Your role is now the unsexy one. Yep, that makes sense. All right, well, I'm looking at an incredibly tall human being who looks suspiciously like, like Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews so yes. that's our cue to go to break. And when we come back, we will talk to the Baltimore Ravens superstar tight end, Mark Andrews. The definitive Mark Andrews interview. The definitive Mark Andrews next. interview is coming when up. When we come back. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Obviously, I hope that uh, we get my guy Lamar Jackson back, you know, because he's a Raven for life. There's one thing I know that I know that he wants to be a Raven, and and I know the Ravens organization want him, and so he's our quarterback. And um, you know, I, you know, I'm hopeful that they're going to be able to get that deal done, and um, and he, he's going to be my quarterback. 
right, fantasy football royalty Mark Andrews joining us is now on behalf of his go-to protein shake, Rockin' Protein. Rockin' Protein made with real milk and up to 30 grams of protein. Find Rockin' Protein nationwide in your local grocery and convenience stores. Uh, randomly, uh, this is complete coincidence. You're wearing a Rockin' Protein shirt <laughs> on air. It's yes. it's uh, it's, it's uh, luckily here. Um, let's just let's start there. Like, why did you partner with Rockin' Protein? Um, it's honestly an incredible partner. Well, thank you guys for having me on. First of all, but yeah, thanks um, for coming on. Yeah, just Rockin' Protein is my is my go to protein drink, and it's um, for me, it's an incredible partnership. One because they're an incredible brand and, and company, but um, it's also locally locally sourced. So this is something I've been drinking since high school and um and if you know the taste of protein drinks you know that chalky taste yeah this tastes amazing it's smooth it's always good and um it's high source protein and it gets me where i need to be so i just figured it out jay i was like why why does mark andrews look so different than i am yeah. <laughs> he was drinking rock and protein since he was a kid and i you know was drinking like carbonated soda i thought you were a big protein shake guy i thought you were in the gym clearly i am not we're gonna have to clearly get you on not. one of these yeah there you go it. maybe maybe i too can become an all protein end um uh so hey listen let's just let's get this out of the way real quickly the opening clip we heard you say uh, on the show was lamar jackson's gonna be a raven for life he's yeah. my quarterback mm-hmm. you, you know so much talk about lamar is he coming back what's the situation have you texted with him? Do you, do you want to come? Do you want to take back your feelings about him being a Raven for life? Where are you feeling about the confidence that you're catching passes from Lamar next year? Yeah, you know, if there's one thing I know is that um, Lamar has an incredible amount of respect for for the, the Ravens organization, and I know they feel the same way about him. I know the. Um, he would love to play for the Ravens. Yeah, that's something that he really wants to be able to do is, is be a Raven, um, and he is a Raven. So I think that, um, you know, I hold true to that statement that, you know, he's, he's going to be back with us. You know, but both sides just need to get the deal done. That's the business part about this. Yep. yep. I suspect that's the first and only time today anyone will ask you about Lamar Jackson, so I uh, appreciate that. <laughs> yes, um, so we are a fantasy football show. Do you play fantasy football yourself, Mark? I do not, no. no okay. No. I, I, but I, I have great things. Right. It's incredible. How, how often does it come up in your life when people, when fans come up and approach you? How often are they saying like, "Hey, you're on my fantasy team," yeah. or you know, "Hey, I love you know, I'm a huge Ravens fan." Yeah, I mean, I, just the just the, I mean, the ra- the name recognition from from what fantasy football is has been incredible. Um, of how many people love to play, you know, obviously there's a there's a ton of good that comes with it. There's a lot of good people. Um, you know, hopefully you have a good season and uh, you know people come up to you and, and, and praise you. But um, you know, people are competitive. They have fun with it, which I think is awesome. Two years ago, you were the number one tight end in fantasy. You were also one of the elite tight ends in fantasy this year. How would you take me through your season this year um, in terms of how you felt your specific play. I know there was a, it was a tough year for the Ravens with a lot of injuries, not only at the quarterback position, but around the offense. Yeah, you know, I think you look at the start of the year, um, within the first four or five games, it was like 400 yards or, and you know, a couple touchdowns and, um, you know, got to a point where it was like mid-season and, you know, things weren't just clicking, you know, all that well. And so um, it got a little slower, but you know, I think you look towards the back half, it started to pick up a little bit, um, started to uh, make a little more catches and it makes plays, but... Um, yeah, it, it was good. You know, I think just the, the way the season went, it was a little different. 
Yep. Now, I want to ask you about Isaiah Likely, who yep. uh, in the, certainly in the fantasy world is really hot name. We see the, the pass-catching talent, uh, incredible receiving talent. Yeah. What did you see from Isaiah this season? What I do you love, expect going forward? I love his game. Yeah, Isaiah's got a, a really good feel to, um, to how, he, how he finds holes, but he's an incredibly good man-beater as well. So um, he's a guy that's only going to continue to get better. Um, he's he's, he's going to be an incredible player, and, um, and he's, and he's going to be an incredible player for a long time. I have a lot of respect for him. Do you guys see off? You know, there's going to be uh, there's going to be an offensive coordinator change. Obviously, Greg Roman no longer with the Ravens. Who are you hoping to see? Is there is there is there a change to the offense that you're hoping to see in terms of uh, whoever comes in next? No, you know, I I've got a lot of love and respect for for Coach Giro and uh, and and how how much he's helped me and, and this offense, you know, throughout the years. Um, but I don't know, you know, what you know direction or who they're going to go after. Um, but I think I'm excited. I'm excited to see you know where that goes, and um, I know that you know Coach Harbaugh and all those all the coaches and in, in, in the front office are, are doing their due diligence to to put you know this team and, and, and our players in the, in the right position. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think no matter who it is, they're coming in and like you're going to be a featured part of the offense. Yeah. No, yeah. no matter who comes in, I think, right. I think Mark Andrews is going to get his targets. Yeah, yeah. just I, I'll, hint, hint to anyone that's interviewing for the job. If you come in and say like, "Hey, what I really think we do is we need to make Andrews just a blocking tight end," yeah. you're probably not getting the gig. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. So uh, there's a Super Bowl on Sunday, Mark. I'm not sure if you're aware, but. Sure. Uh, so the tight ends have gotten a lot of attention. Two of the best tight ends in the game, and Travis Kelsey and Dallas got it. In particular, with Kelsey, uh, what is it that makes Kelsey so special as a player? Um, I just think he's got an incredible feel for the game. Um, the way that his way that his mind works, you know, the way that he can feel defense, he can feel his zone and find that. And then he's got Patrick Mahomes that. Um, they got incredible chemistry, so I think that little tandem is awesome. He's also an incredibly good man beater. His routes are awesome. So um, even what, after if they're playing zone all game, they're like, "Well, screw it. We're just going to play him in man." Um, he finds a way to win, and he makes big time plays when uh, in big time moments. And I think that's what you got to love about him the most is that he's just continually all game getting after over and over and over and over, and making big time plays, which is um, it's just incredible to watch him. And, and again, like Dallas Goder, I've got a lot of respect for Dallas and, and his game. And um, he's a guy that's continued to get better and better and is at the, one of the top tight ends. Yep. Who wins the game on Sunday? <clears throat> and a two-part question. Who wins the game on Sunday and who are you rooting for? That's a great question. I don't know. I think that the, both these teams have um, fought real hard and, and they're going to be tough tough teams to beat but um orlando brown is one of my one of my best friends and so i'm gonna be rooting for the chiefs all right fair enough Steve, yep. keep it in the afc if nothing else like <laughs> right. at least yeah. at least keep the title uh, in the afc um mark talk to me a little bit about titan university and yeah. you know i know you i know you attend it um yep. What goes in at Titan University? What happens there? Like, if I drink rock and protein, could I get an invite to <laughs> oh, Titan University? Oh, you'll be there. You'll All be right. there for sure. No, yeah, it's just a just a bunch of tight ends, man, having fun. You know, you look at the guys that are there. It's everybody's in the same position. Everybody's having fun. It's just a way for us to get around each other and and hang out and, and pick each other's brains. I think it's an incredible opportunity for for us guys just to just to be tight ends. You know? <laughs> yeah, it does seem to be a really close knit group. Yeah. Um, you know, led by guys like yourself and, and Travis Kelsey and yep. George Kittle. Is it something where you're specifically like watching them and they're watching you each week, pick up new things in each other's games? Yeah, for sure. You know that when you're out in the field and you're able to see how a guy moves, how a guy, you know, maybe release off the line or uses his hands, it's it's always good to pick up on the little things. I think everybody can can learn something by watching um, the great ones like the guys that you just mentioned because um, there is so much to learn. It's always room to get better and um, who not from than, than those guys you just mentioned, yeah. 
can we get Isaiah likely an invite to Titan University <laughs> yeah. as somebody who has him on a bunch of dynasty teams and yeah, we'll would really him like him to? <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be going. Uh, I'm hoping the new offense coordinator does a lot of two tight end sets as well. And both you guys are out there a lot next yes, year. Sir. Just saying. Um, uh, Help me out, though, as somebody who's, who's obviously at practice and everything and sees the young players, for the people that play fantasy football, give me a sleeper on the Ravens next year. Give me a player that should be on a Raider. Everyone knows you, obviously. Everyone knows Lamar. Um, we just mentioned Isaiah Likely. Give me somebody that may be a little bit under the radar that you think has uh, the next step in him. I think Charlie Kohler. Charlie, okay. Yeah, I think uh, just with opportunity and um, he's a guy that I think will um, elevate his game. I, I think it was the one game that he played in this yeah. year. He played very well. So I think that um, he's going to be able to do his thing and um, kind of shock a lot of people. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. That's a good I like name. That's yeah, a good yeah, name. That wasn't really right. on our radar. Yeah. Uh, last one for you, Mark. This was your third Pro Bowl uh, that you played on the weekend. What did you think of the new format changes, and uh, what do you think about going forward? I had a great time. I was able to play dodgeball, all the skill challenges. We had a good time, but um, the dodgeball game was awesome, and then uh, we had the flag football game, which we, I think – is a, was a great change to the whole Pro Bowl setting. Um, we don't have to, you know, put on pads, worried about getting hit, worried about getting hurt, really. Um, it was just guys having fun, flying around, playing a little flag football. And um, I think that lighthearted, you know, game was, like, I think it was good. Good yep. change. All right, good. So you're rooting for the Chiefs. You're not going to give us a prediction? You want, like, a score prediction? <laughs> well, I just, I, you don't need to do the, a score prediction, but just, I just, I, just yeah, just to, I, the Chiefs are winning. The Eagles are winning. Like, yeah. you know, you've studied both these teams. Yeah. You're a football mind. I think the Chiefs are winning. I think the Chiefs are winning. I think the that, you know, obviously the Eagles have a great defense, and that's going to be a tough front to go against. But um, the Kansas City's got a great O-line. So I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be a very, very close game. But I think at the end, you look at Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> and the type of player that he is, um, how fiery he is, how competitive he is, um, he's going to want this game. There is a little bit to just the simplicity of, like, guy who's been there before versus guy who hasn't. And yes. all due respect to Coach Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, you know, their first time, whereas, you know, Andy and Patrick are back in the Super Bowl just a few years after they, uh, after they won it. Well, listen, Mark, we can't uh, tell you how much we thank you and Rockin' Protein for thank making you, you available to us. Uh, you are fantasy football royalty. Um, one of the elite tight ends. We wish you tremendous success. A huge year yet next year. Stay healthy, my friend. Yes, sir. And uh, let's hope you get Lamar back. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We will be back right after this with more fantasy football royalty, Denny Carter and Lawrence Jackson. Nice. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, my charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
folks. This is Danny Carter from NBC Sports Edge. I'm here at the Super Bowl in Arizona with my colleague Lawrence Jackson. And today, we were lucky enough to stumble across two players, one from the Chiefs, one from the Eagles. We got to talk to them, interview them about the keys to winning Super Bowl 57. First off, man, on offense, we must protect Patrick Mahomes, man. We know that Eagles rush defense is coming, and the two people that know that is Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson. Our receiver's a little banged up too now, so somebody gonna have to step up on that end. It's like the Bucks did in the Super Bowl against Mahomes. All you have to do, really, is make Patrick Mahomes play badly. It's that simple. You also have to cover uh, Travis Kelsey, which, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't do. And, uh, of course, the Bengals really didn't do. So that's our plan. We're going to cover Travis Kelsey. It is a groundbreaking uh, defensive maneuver that I think will catch on after we do it. All right, we're back from the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. Yeah. We welcome in Denny Carter, Lawrence Jackson from Roto World. Phenomenal production uh, values on that video, guys. <laughs> I like really the fact well that, like, here's what I like. I like the fact that you guys didn't even try to like, like, cause, like, cause the the mannequins had arms, right? But you guys, as opposed to just like standing up against it like this, Mm-mm. like you, no, you literally put your, your arms, we, you're hugging them. We were holding yeah. on for dear life, right? No, I understand. <laughs> so it's like these, these, they have these four-armed football players. <laughs> It, it, like, and, and it's prom season. It's almost prom season two, so we want to hit the yeah, prom. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked. At, I mean, look at that. I mean, like, what's going on? Like Lawrence is like, it's um, like literally um, no production value whatsoever. Yeah. Why is the Kansas City Not Chief player wearing an Atlanta Braves, <laughs> Braves hat? It's, like, Lawrence couldn't even be, be look, look, maybe you couldn't be bothered to take off your hat. Is, like, nah, nah, you. No, nah, always the hat, baby. Always that. <laughs> maybe that Chiefs player was from Atlanta. Look, maybe. And there, there's <laughs> Denny. I don't know why it's so sensual. Denny's like, Denny's getting to second base he, with this guy. He, he, I mean, like, he, he like his too much. Huh? Listen, I was really trying not to, not to do it, but the, the footholds in the back are so small. You, yeah. oh, you, you get one pinky toe on there, yeah. and you're just struggling. Do, do, it's a workout. Do you think the uh, footholds were so small as and maybe that's a hint because that, they didn't they didn't want your asses on those nah, things? Yeah. Hey, look, so, sometimes you got to do what you got to do for the content, baby. Oh, that, boy. All right. This is true. So we're going four wide. Danny Carter, Lawrence Jackson, me and Jake Crouch are here on the happy hour. And we want to uh, – what do we want to do? We, we, we talk, Jam. Uh, we've got some, we've gonna, got some Bet M Jam props We're doing a little, uh, little segment. I know you like your constructs, Matthew. We're going to talk about uh, what's more likely. Uh, uh, fresh off of uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Likely's Likely, teammate, yeah. Mark yeah, Andrews yeah, being Andrews. on the show. The definitive Mark Andrews interview, by yes, the way. followed by the definitive Denny Carter and Lawrence Jackson interview. Uh, definitive all around. So we'll start with you, Lawrence. So what's more likely, Chiefs win in a blowout or the Eagles win in a blowout? Now, on BetMGM, uh, you can bet alternate spreads. So you can uh, you can bet the Chiefs minus 10.5, which is plus 400, or you can bet the Eagles minus 10.5, which is plus 300. Which of those do you like, Lawrence? Yeah, so look, even though, as y'all know, I like the Eagles to win. Yeah, you've staked but, yourself but, on but, but if we're talking about a blowout, I've seen the Chiefs blow out a team with a good defense that this year, and that's the 49ers. So I would lean towards the Chiefs there. All right, what do you got, Danny? I, I, I'm going the opposite way. I think that if the, the, the Death Star Eagles can storm in here and get out to a big lead, I don't think there's any way that the, the, the Chiefs can, I don't, you know, it, with that pass-heavy offense, I don't think that they can keep pace uh, with Jalen Hurts if that running game is going, if he's able to hit those downfield 
receivers. I think the Eagles are more likely to blow them out. Okay. Patrick Mahomes can't keep up with Jalen Hurts. Questionable start from Denny Carter. (laughs) Very questionable start. By the way, we may have to take back this NBC Sports Edge uh, uh, quarter zip that you got. Um, I was surprised you didn't wear the sweater. I thought you for sure would make an appearance on the show wearing uh, the cardigan. is the issue. He he wanted to wear a blazer. But he didn't want y'all talking about it. He he, right. he put it back in the closet today. He was ready to throw on the blazer. As yeah. casual as possible. There wasn't this even. Smart. I was hoping for the blazer at dinner last night. Yeah. No, we all went out last yeah. night. Got some I, some Cadillac margaritas. Talk about the, me and Denny talked about the X Files for about three hours. Oh, it was great. I, I could talk more if you want to. <laughs> if we want to do a podcast just on the X Files, that's right. <laughs> so we did. We had a we had a very fun team bonding dinner last night. The four of us and uh, others here at NBC. I'm going to say the Chiefs in terms of who's more likely to blow out. Like I just. Like that's a team that can score quickly, and so um, I, I can't I can't see the Eagles blowing out. I'm sorry, I can't believe the, I can't see the Eagles blowing out the Chiefs yeah. because even if they're up big, I just think that they'll they'll the, they'll be you know they'll they'll be very pass heavy and try to come back. And I can yep. see the Chiefs backdoor covering. You know what I mean? Like in in a scenario that that yep. way. I think the other thing with this as well is that Jalen Hurts. There is a huge discrepancy between Jalen Hurts and how he plays with a lead versus yeah. playing from behind. And you know, we talked about this yesterday, but there is an element where Hurts, so much of his success has been playing with the lead, team stacking the box because the Eagles are so good uh, yep. running the ball, and then getting A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith one-on-one. And Hurts has been so good at those deep balls to those guys one-on-one that I think that if it is a close game or if the Chiefs are playing with a lead, then there could be a crescendo effect where it gets a lot more difficult for Hurts. But uh, let's talk about Super Bowl MVP. VP, uh, which is always one of the more fun bets around the Super Bowl. <laughs> Lawrence, do you think it's more likely that an Eagles defensive player wins MVP or that a non-Mahomes Chief wins MVP? Definitely an Eagles defensive player. Like if, if the Chiefs are gonna if the Chiefs are winning this game, they they would have to force themselves not to give the MVP to Patrick Mahomes. We saw it a couple of years ago when Damian Williams exactly. should have been Super Bowl MVP, right? Yeah. So Mahomes was terrible in that game. I mean, terrible strong words, but like he made terrible. What was right, your other one? He was you said terrible. Ma- you but said he, Matthew Stafford was terrible in last year's Super Bowl. Every quarterback who's ever won a Super Bowl made terrible. Mahomes was terrible. Mahomes played poorly in that game based on his previous talent level. Yes. He, he, he underperformed, and Lawrence is right. Damian Williams should have been the tight end. It should have been the MVP yeah. in that so, game. So they're going to give it. If the Chiefs win it, he could be 19 for 32 for 122 yards. Get to him. But the Eagles, on the other hand, if they play games like how they've been playing in the playoffs, running the ball, pass rush, getting to the quarterback, right. yeah, I mean, we are Hassan Reddick right, right. there, yeah. you know, could be a DB somewhere here or there, you know, so I'll go with the Eagles defender. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going that way too because there's no universe in which the Chiefs succeed offensively. If, if Kelsey has a big game, 10 catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns, or Tony has a big game, or MVS or whatever, Mahomes also has a big game, you know, so none of, and none of those guys are going to win MVP over Mahomes, even Kelsey. So if right. the Chiefs win, they're going to put up in that extremely pass-heavy offense. They're going to put up a lot of yards, probably a lot of touchdowns. That's Mahomes all the way. I, I, I'd have I'd have to go with a, an Eagles. Defender. And you can certainly see a scenario in which, in the and to just build on that because I agree, Denny, that if the Eagles win, there's a scenario in which the Eagles win and that the defense just completely shuts down Mahomes yeah. and the offense, but that Hurts doesn't do a massive. Th- you know that the offense isn't that huge. Yeah. They're run heavy. They're, they're run they're heavy. Controlling the ball, they're yeah. controlling the ball. It's multiple guys. Right. You know, like. 
that with a you know Sanders, Gainwell, and Boston right. Scott, and you know, so it's just that there's not one dominant offensive player. But yeah, whether Reddick has a couple of sacks and maybe a you know a, a strip sack fumble that he returns for a touchdown, or Darius Slade does a pick six or something like sure. that, like you could yep. you could see that scenario. I think Reddick is probably the one because Reddick has four games this season where he has multiple sacks and a forced fumble in the same game, and he would have won he would have won MVP of the NFC title game, sure. I think, with what he Definitely. did and, and just how, and also with her with his injury concerns. Maybe he's not yeah. uh, gobbling up as much of the MVP equity. Look, Travis Kelsey's been a really popular bet for Super Bowl MVP. I think the fact that there's the brother narrative there, that, that builds on yeah. that. But I think at 11-1, to 1, I think there's no value there because what you have to remember is that if he goes for 150 yards and two touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes gets those right. stats as well. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And so his production yeah. is inextricably tied to Mahomes. The, the, the way that Kelsey, Travis Kelsey wins the MVP in the Super Bowl is this, and only this, is that on a, a Patrick Mahomes throws interception, Kelsey chases down the guy that has the interception, punches the ball out from underneath, scoops it up, scoops it up and runs into the Yang end zone himself for a touchdown. Right. And so Mahomes gets none of those stats. Yes. In that scenario, then maybe Kelsey wins the MVP. Yes. And the maybe. analytics say that's maybe. unlikely. <laughs> analytics do say that is unlikely. Yeah. That's exactly. We have yes. crunched the numbers back at uh, NBC HQ. We just yes. got it. Right? And that's, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe Mahomes could commit a crime mid-game and be arrested. <laughs> that is true. In that kind of range. Well, uh, uh, an injury. Uh, Mahomes yeah. injury in Chad Henney yes. comes well, in. Yeah. Yeah. Chad Henney and, and oh, yeah. oh no, Henney he he might get that thing. Henney he he might get that thing. did throw a touchdown <laughs> pass to Travis Kelsey. That's right. But yes, in a scenario yeah. in which Patrick Mahomes gets injured and the Chiefs win, Chad Henney's the MVP. Yes. If, 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 if right, you know, no, what I mean, like, no. come on. No, Kelsey wins the MVP in that scenario. Uh, Chad Henney comes in and, and leads them to victory? Are you crazy? Of course no it's one. Chad Henney. No hey, way. look, Julian no Edelman got a Super Bowl MVP a couple of years ago in a low-scoring Super Bowl game. The thing is, we don't expect this one to be that way. So it's it could true. be that type of scenario, too. Yep, no, I'm with you there. All right, Lawrence. I suppose it depends on when Henny comes into the game. Yeah, right. Right, you know, yeah, and what the score is. But, or, yeah. but if he comes in, if, if Mahomes gets injured in quarter one and they're down they're down 7 nothing or something like that, and Henny leads him to victory, yeah. Henny wins the MVP. Uh, I have trouble saying Henny, baby. A bunch of dump offs to Kelsey, two touchdowns, a couple touchdowns. I think it's Kelsey. Yeah. If Kelsey gets, yeah, if Kelsey ends up scoring that way. <laughs> All right, Lawrence, but, who's going to have the longest completion? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? I did not Hurts think I was getting into. Uh, by the way, just so you know, poor Pete, our producer Pete, is just like, <laughs> wait a minute, are, are we really arguing a Chad Henney MVP yeah, right, conversation we, we, right now? Yeah we, <laughs> yeah, we did three minutes on Chad Henney MVP. Just, so like, uh, yeah, he's not going to take a snap. Exactly. And by the way, and and Stephen's not producing today. Stephen, our resident yeah. Jaguars fan, mm. who actually loves Chad Henney, does who, who Strang- misses, to a strange extent, actually misses Chad Henney desperately. <laughs> in I Jacksonville. grinded Chad Henney tape for for hours before the show. I just want everyone to know. And it's true. You left last night early. Yeah. Like, where are you going? I, went, I, gotta I gotta go. Grind, I gotta go watch the tape. Gotta grind, grind some more Henney tape. <laughs> cool. like, the, where's Denny going? Grinding it's so weird. the Henney tape. All right, Lawrence. Who has the longest completion, Mahomes or Hurts? They got the same odds. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts on this one. I think they'll take more deep shots. The Eagles' defense, so they won't allow Patrick Mahomes to do that. They'll make him chop him up uh, in the middle of the field. We saw them try to complete those passes against the Niners in the NFC Championship games. You mentioned it earlier about him being successful on the deep ball versus man coverage. So give me Jalen Hurts right there at the same odds. Yep. What do you got, uh, Danny? Uh, Mahomes. Uh, it, it's simply because I think uh, the Chiefs are one one of what three teams that pass no matter what. Uh, so if they get a lead, they pass. If they're behind, they pass. If it's neutral game script, they pass. 
There, I just think that there are so many scenarios where Mahomes can have a big game here. I, I do too, but in terms of longest completion, I'm with Lawrence. I, my expectation here is that, especially with Zay, uh, with uh, Darius Slay and James Bradbury, that they're going to like, they're going to say to the Chiefs, "You can dink and dunk us to death, but we're not going to let right. you. We're not going to let you uncork a 70-yard bomb on us." And um, and so, but I do think that you could see AJ Brown or Devontae Smith get loose for one oh, yeah. deep and. Um, you know, that's the concern. It's like you think about the Chiefs. Okay, well, who could possibly have a, a you know, a 60-yard reception? The, the most likely guy on Kansas City is Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and he's going to see either Bradbury or Slay. I just, I, I don't know. It, it feels like I agree with 100% on, how, on the Chiefs' passing offense, but I do think Lawrence is right here in terms of I think the, the better bet is uh, Jalen Hurts in terms of who has the longest completion. Yep. Got a good little segment here of Denny Carter saying one thing and then the other three people saying the opposite thing. The yeah. 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 This is, I like this it. is how you do it. I, uh, I skew Mahomes as well, uh, keeping with the bit, just because I think he's going to have more pass attempts. And also, I think one thing with Hurts is that with his shoulder, he had no touch on those deep balls yeah, to Brown true. and Smith against the Niners. So he'll probably look better, but, but that is another thing to be concerned about. No. All right, let's go to me, But to me, the argument with Mahomes is yes, is the passing volume and you're hoping for yards after the catch. Yep. Like he gets like yes. Mc, you know McKinnon or yes. something like that, and that you know just up the right. Yeah. Right. Okay, Danny, let's go to you yeah. this time. Most receiving yards. Do you think it comes from the trio <laughs> of Kelsey Brown Smith or someone else? You're taking the field in that. I mean, look. Uh, anytime I can mention Quez Watkins on this show, <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure. I'm going to do it. Okay, so I am going to say Quez Watkins maybe gets loose for a deep ball from from, from the slot. And uh, and, and can and can be one of the guys who wins outside of this trio. It is tough to not take this trio, though. Uh, I, I do think that the Eagles receivers will be uh, game script dependent. If you if you understand, like uh, it, the Eagles don't. I don't think want to unleash against the Chiefs. I think they want to control the game. I think they want to make it kind of ugly. I mean, it was kind of ugly against the 49ers, honestly. It was lots of uh, a very run-heavy game script. So I think that's what they want to do. I would take Quez Watkins uh, at whatever crazy odds you can get here. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, Quez Watkins hasn't played a... Um, <laughs> hasn't played a <laughs> I don't want to talk down Quez Watkins. Tough show for Denny today. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Kelsey. You know, he's he's average. Kelsey's look. Here's the thing on Kelsey. He's averaged. You know, during this um, during this playoff run, right? uh, And in fact, over his last eight playoff games, he's averaging over 104 receiving yards. I do think that, especially given the fact that Juju may be less than 100 percent, that Hardman's not going to be out there. And how you attack Philadelphia, which is in the middle of the field. That I just we actually just had Mark Andrews on in the last segment who talked about the fact how that he thinks that if they play zone, you know, obviously going to be Kelsey. If they play man, Kelsey's a really good man beater. I just I, I don't think he has any one huge reception, but I think when we look up with it, you're going to be like you know eight for one fifteen. You yeah. know that's going to be Kelsey's line, something like that. Sure. It's yep. going to be a lot of you know. Quez Watkins 12. is plus 4,000. Uh, you can back that with me, Danny. Uh, don't worry about it. If, if it was the longest reception uh, prop for Quez Watkins, sure. I, I'll do that. But not no receiving yards. Hell no. Nah. Like, I, I ain't going to get cute on this one. I'm going guys, with the trio. You guys, yeah. you doubt Quez Watkins at your own peril. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, producer Blake Fraben actually, uh, on the pre-call this morning, actually had a good prop of uh, Quez Watkins to get exactly zero receptions, which is plus 300, <laughs> yes. which I prefer to. Well, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, had, he had zero last week and only had one, uh, last game and only had one target. The, Blake, Blake pointing out about the fact that since Goddard has been back, Watkins yeah. has been, you know, 
basically a special teamer. Yes, exactly. Denny's Panquist. His one target was 60 yards downfield. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Those good old air yards. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to give out two longer shots on the board, uh, and it's Kadarius Tony, who's plus 2,000, who is the most talented receiver on the Chiefs. Yeah. And he might just be fine. He might just show up and be fine. And then also Juju Smith-Schuster is plus 1,400, who I think there's a reasonable chance he's the most targeted Chiefs receiver. And again... Like, you don't like counting on health when you're backing guys at minus 150, but when you're backing guys at plus 1,400, you've got some health variance in your favor where he might just look the, okay. And the slot is obviously where you attack Philadelphia again, yep. right? And they scheme so many uh, targets to uh, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony has been targeted on 40% of his routes since week 17, which is just an insane number. And I know I've said that on Twitter, and people say, oh, well, they, they, they scheme touches. They, they have a game plan for him. Well, that's what you do with good players. That's right. what happens with, with talented players who can make a lot happen after the catch. I do like Tony there. Okay, last one. Lawrence rushing I mean, he's yards. no Quez Watkins, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, who is? Right. You're, you're or Quez Chad Henney, yeah, but yeah. yeah. You've made your bed with Quez Watkins. Right. Lawrence, <laughs> rushing yards leader for the game. Is it Miles Sanders, who's minus 105, or is it the field? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with the field, j- just cause how the, just how, how the odds play. You know, you gotta you you saw Miles Sanders get the two touchdowns in the NFC Championship game, but Kenneth Gainwell is gaining on Miles Sanders. Very good. Boston Scott got nice. in there a little bit, and if you look at it there, like Pacheco, he's got a he had a much bigger role in the AFC Championship. So just based on the odds, I'm gonna just take the juice on this one. Yeah, I, I completely agree on that. Like, I'd probably pick Pacheco at plus 275. Um, you know, it just – but it feels like if, if you're asking me Sanders or the field, there's uh, so many different ways that the Eagles can run the ball. Obviously, right. Gainwell, Scott, yeah. um, and, you know, Hurts, of course. And that assumes that they're able to run the ball and that they're not quickly down, which, again, there's there's a scenario in which – I don't know how likely it is, but there's a scenario in which in the, the Chiefs come out and they're up 17-0 immediately. Like, there's a – there's a turnover or something. You sure. know, they, they score in their first possession. Then there's a turnover, and all of a sudden, you know, now they're down, in the, and they're not going to be able to run the way they want to. I would love Pacheco there, but I think that CEH being active kind of throws a wrench in that. I'm not saying that they're going to, you know, shift back to CEH. I don't think that that's likely. Uh, but to have to split the backfield with McKinnon, with CEH, I think Pacheco's ceiling is a lot lower than I, I thought it would be. And, and uh, so I, I guess I go Sanders there. We, we talked about this uh, in the first segment as well. I mean, CEH, you know, the, the last two games he was active, he played nine snaps total. I mean, yeah, yeah just, right, right. You and, know, he just... And obviously they don't, they don't like him. They don't want him to be anything close to the lead back. And it's also, by the way, Pacheco was awesome last game. You know what I mean? It'd be one thing if, like, they they squeaked by Cincinnati, but they got nothing out of the run game. But down the stretch, McKinnon and Pacheco have been awesome. I feel like we've done this before, though, with the Chiefs back. We've anointed anointed McKinnon. Like, the guy, he's the guy. And then McKinnon became only a blocker from a Holmes, you know, and and Pacheco took over. So I don't know. Yeah, I think Pacheco plus two seventy five. I think there's a little meat on the bone there in terms of value. I think also yeah. Kenneth Gainwell to Lawrence's point yeah. plus fourteen hundred. Like yeah, Kenneth sure. Gainwell, his rushing prop right now in BetMGM is nineteen and a half rushing yards. He's had twenty six carries the past wow. two games, and obviously Thank those you. were very very favorable in terms of game script. But he just looks explosive out there, and I think they're going to give him carries. So even if the fourteen to one doesn't cash in terms of leading the entire game, I do think that he will get to twenty rushing yards. I actually like what what's his rushing receiving number i think it's like 39 
We can have a look. 39 and a half? Yeah, keep talking and we'll yeah. find out. I just, I just like, because there's different, way, there's different ways that they can use Kenneth Gainwell. They do, they do run him, but they also like to use him in the passing game. I mean, yeah. like, Sanders is just not involved in the passing game at all. So Gainwell's yeah. 11 and a half receiving yards, so you add that up, it's going to be 30 and a half really? uh, rushing plus okay. receiving. I, like love, I love the over on yeah. wow. Gainwell, 30 and a half rushing receiving Huh? He could probably get that just rushing. Exactly, but they, they use him in a, a variety of ways, and so again, especially if if Chris Jones had you know wrecks some havoc here, and so you could see some dump offs. Yep. to Gainwell. Yep, no, I like that. We're a Kenneth Gainwell show. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll hit some more news. Talk Sean Payton and his orange tie, and then we'll close out with the best props from these guys, Lawrence Jackson and Denny Carter. All right, NBC Sports is at the Super Bowl, live from Radio Row in Phoenix, all week live on Peacock. Start off with the Dan Patrick Show, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern each morning, followed by us, the Fantasy Football Happy Hour from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern. PFT Live coming up right after this, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern, and then Brother from Another, Mariona Rivera closing act, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern each day. All right, let's close out with a little bit of news Start with uh, Sean Payton, who uh, his his the era yep. in Denver has begun. Uh, he had that the orange tie, which is going to become a part of Denver Broncos folklore. It, it will be <laughs> a little tell, <laughs> yes. uh, which uh, should have shifted the betting market. People weren't paying close enough attention, but he had some things to say about Russell Wilson yesterday and uh, in his coaching situation in terms of personal coaches. Coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jake Hughes, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Right, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. So, uh, Sean Payton would not like Tom Brady. I think is what he's saying. Um, yeah, look, I mean, but Sean Payton is has got. I think he's have the right attitude, which is like, listen, man, I, I'm new sheriff in town. Like, you, we tried it your way, Russ, last year, and you yeah, got a yeah, coach yeah, fired. Yeah, I ain't getting fired. So, you know, and it, it, it ain't like it ain't too aggressive either. It ain't like you just like you you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? He just coming in, he planting his flag and letting yep. them know like, yeah. hey. I done did some things in this league, and, and this is how we going to do it. Right. You're not a CEO. You're a quarterback. So yeah. maybe you just also, join, join the team. Maybe. Russell Wilson, not sure he's really in the same position of strength that he was no. potentially 12 months ago <laughs> no, in terms no, of no, his no, reputation. No, 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 I'm not no. sure Russell Wilson can be pulling Tom Brady stuff anymore, given that he was like the 24th best quarterback in the NFL this year or whatever. It was painfully obvious that the, his teammates were not crazy about what he was doing, at least on the field. There was some alienation there. I mean, we all saw it, especially the Christmas Day massacre against the Rams and everything. But... Maybe maybe Peyton first needs to bring him into the fold. I think that's a good good first. Well, step. that's part. I mean, that, that, those have been all the rumors. Is just how it um, uh, how isolated he's been from the team, and you, you hear you know the, hear the stories about like he's he's doing calisthenics on the team plane when everyone else is trying to <laughs> yes. sleep, and you know yeah. all that kind <laughs> of stuff. Lawrence favorite. actually did that on the flight uh, <laughs> from Newark <laughs> to, uh, to Phoenix. Push, exactly push, ups, right. push ups in the aisle on the plane. Yeah, so, I saw it. But uh, but anyway, but and but Russell Wilson, you know, tweeted, you know. Tweeted at Coach Payton, and so we'll see. I, I think we as a we'll get your takes on it because Jay and I both said that we we're buying a Russell Wilson bounce back for next year under Sean Payton. 
Lawrence and Denny, where are you guys at yeah, this? I, I'm actually I'm going to have a piece on NBC Sports Edge uh, today, kind of breaking down the numbers of what needs to happen for Russell Wilson. One thing is play action, you know, because they did not use play action all that much, especially when they fell behind this season. Talking about Nathaniel Hackett's staff. Uh, Sean Payton does have a history with using play action successfully. I think if they can get you know more involved in kind of misdirection and keeping defenses on their toes, I think that'd be great for Russell Wilson. I'm buying. The, I'm buying a bounce back for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say he he go up this year, th- next season too. Because first off, there's nowhere to go but up. That's from that situation. <laughs> like, will, will he get back to top five quarterback status? I don't, I don't know about all that. But when we talking about from a fantasy perspective, he definitely could get back to hovering around that quarterback one range yeah. with Sean Payton. Cause Sean Payton's offenses always do numbers. Team, no matter what the team do, his offenses do numbers. Yep. All right, last news item for today, A.J. Brown. Oh, sorry, A.J. Green. No, that would be a big story. If A.J. Brown retired, uh, that would shift the line. A.J. Green (laughs) retires. uh, Nice little last moment for A.J. Green, catching that ridiculous touchdown pass (laughs) against San Francisco in uh, in Week 18. But uh, one of the the best wide receivers of his generation, uh, Matthew. I mean, look, fantasy royalty right there. Uh, Over his career, he had three different top ten finishes as a fantasy wide receiver. From 2011 to 2017, he was the fourth best wide receiver in terms of total fantasy points. Over that stretch, the only wide receivers with more fantasy points. Antonio Brown, the late great Demarius Thomas, and Julio Jones. And so, you know, A.J. Green was so great. You know, you sort of feel bad for him as you see the stats there on your screen in terms of the five straight thousand-yard seasons to start, seven-time Pro Bowler, you know, and, you know, being second all-time in Bengals history in terms of receptions, receiving yards, and uh, receiving touchdowns there. To me... The disappointing thing is, is like he was on those Bengals team that were never, yeah. they were always like okay. The the, yeah. the Andy Dalton, the yeah. Marvin Lewis, losing the first round of the playoff teams. He leaves, they get Joe Burrow, and they're awesome. Yes, it's, it's tragic the way right. that they they underperformed with AJ Green dominating. I mean, AJ Green and Julio Jones were dom were dominant almost to the same level to a point now and then there was a big fall off but these big body receivers they age so poorly you know yeah and i think aj green is a, a an example of that yeah. when you said age so poorly why did you look directly at me <laughs> what the hell with no blinking I'm like no blinking <laughs> like right into my eyes right not to the me. camera not to the all the group of us you, like you know he why? just blah, 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 and big body receivers you're age <laughs> so poorly you're a big body receiver that's why i was looking at you <laughs> big I'm body receiver yeah, I'm big-bodied. Uh, I need some of that shakes. protein shake. Yeah, they're already kicking in. All right, let's uh, close out, guys. Kind of Lawrence, last angle for the Super Bowl. Anything in particular, any bet, anything that you're looking forward to? I mean, just talking about it earlier, man, mentioned Hassan Reddick earlier, man, at, at plus 3,000. If you're looking for the value there, like here's a guy who had two sacks in, in his last – in two of his last four in his four of his last six games 19 and a half total sacks on the season right so like i said if the eagles play ball like they have been the past two games then fire him up up at plus three thousand for the value there okay what do you got Danny? i'll just take Mahomes mvp you know look (laughs) look this is pure vibes based i'm a numbers guy i usually have a bunch of numbers and i would read them to you but I, I don't believe that Mahomes will allow the Chiefs to lose this game. I think he, he, he will come through and uh, play, play an incredible game against a vulnerable, I think, uh, Eagles secondary. We talked about this yesterday. If you believe the Chiefs are going to win, 
Patrick Mahomes, betting Patrick Mahomes to win MVP are better odds That's than right. just Pat betting the Chiefs' money line. Yep, Mahomes is plus 135. The Chiefs' money line is plus 105. I think Mahomes is a 90, 90 to 95% chance to win. Uh, so If the Chiefs win, so yep, yeah. Yep, so I think uh, I think Mahomes is the player. All right, we are done. Well, PFT Live is next. Ex- Garrett yes. Wilson on the show. Yeah, thank you, Mark Andrews. Thank you, Denny Carter. Thank you, Lawrence Jackson. For Jay Croucher, I'm Matthew Barry. We will see you tomorrow. Peace out. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I got the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.